How y'all doing? It's Cold Forward the Guys. I'm your host tonight, Terrence. I got Keith with me tonight. How you feeling, Keith? I'm doing good because, you know, just living another day and it's going. It's the cousin part tonight. Yeah, man. Last minute, um, Nick a little under the weather. So, y'all you know, just keep Nick in your prayers and, you know, hope and pray for a quick check back. Um, so, uh, we were going to have a guest tonight, Anthony from the Fly Rock podcast. However, we've had to push it back due to a little time constraint. <laughs> yeah, this the time zones, big dog. The time zones. When you be meeting people on Twitter, you don't account for the time zones. And we, well, not we, I didn't account for the time zone <laughs> when Buddy was going to be off work. And, you know, it's kind of like what we did for our man Steve from the Ballhawks podcast because he's in Canadian time. So we had knew it ahead and I didn't even think about it with Anthony to be like oh yeah I can we got to move it back a little bit you know but ain't no harm no foul he's gonna be on here next week he's a ball yeah. make sure y'all check him out fly guy park fly route podcast he covered basketball football damn near everything and he's pretty he's an energetic personality he gives you good takes I feel bad he's a bear fan but you know we'll chop it up next <laughs> week <laughs> Yeah, y'all yeah, definitely go give him a follow at uh, the Fly Route Podcast. Um, like I said, he'll be in here with us next week to chop it up and get into things a little bit. Uh, so getting into this week four action here, first subject we got is uh, Tom Brady surpassing Drew Brees in his return to New England. How big of a deal do you think that is for Tom Brady to do that against the team that he led for 20 years, brought six Super Bowls, Countless other records. <laughs> I feel like for the you know because you 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 Patriots fan. I feel like it was a big atmosphere, and for him to do it there, I feel like it was is a big deal. It's major. I, I don't know if like Patriots fans really realized how big of a deal it was. I mean, I feel like some did. I feel like yeah. some might have had some animosity to it, but that's going to be a record that's going to stand because you look at the active people close. Yeah, ain't nobody close. <laughs> nobody's close. Like. <laughs> It ain't going to stand until the end of time, but Rodgers ain't going to play long enough to clip him. Rodgers, I think yeah. when I was looking, was only at, like, 50 maybe. He's the only person I could see, like, getting yeah. up close. And, it, yeah, so reality, his record stands until probably my homeboys or Josh Allen snapping in, like, 15 yeah, years. Literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's take them a long time to, to beat that as well. And, I mean, I think it's a, you know, it's a – I'm sure it's a bittersweet moment for him, uh, you know, doing it with another team. Um, but I feel like at the same time, I, honestly, I feel like, man, to be honest, Belichick had a great game plan. And I mean, we we held him in check, if you want to be honest. I don't I don't know if it was the game. Like, I think the game they did run a good game plan for him. But I really think like the weather and then the Bucks kind of being I mean, I'm sure up. it had something to do with it. But because he ain't played in a shit storm in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, he But was, the only thing is, okay, yeah, it was raining. But honestly, like they said, too, like it didn't have that much effect on the game. But, I mean, we couldn't even run the ball. So, I mean, we already knew going into the game we're not going to be able to run the ball. Obviously, oh, yeah. every team you want to establish the run. However, you're not running against that Bucks front seven. You can't, so, bro. Them dudes just – And like we said at the beginning of the season. Bro. Like we said at the beginning of the season, their, their DBs is the weak point, and they're definitely hurting right now. And I mean, honestly, man, look, Mac Jones, to me, in my opinion, I'm gonna say he outplayed Tom Brady. He went, oh no, he did that game for so. Is he better than him? No. Did nah. he outplay on that game? Yeah, he went 19 straight consecutive. He stepped up to the moment. I mean, but well, that tied Tom Brady's longest, longest streak. Already. But you gotta I mean, you gotta think though, 
the issue that's going to happen with Mac is the same issue that Brady had his last couple of the years. And I got something later for the pod about this. But I mean, we just got to get a deep threat, a, a dominant receiver. If we can go get an Allen Robinson or y'all just need it. Y'all need, need that more. guy. Y'all need, need two one. guys. We just need one. Y'all need one that's going to be like bona fide number one. And you need a good Robin because the dudes you got, like uh, I love Nelson Aguilar, but he going to be in the slot. So that's if y'all fine, can, though. Yeah, but I'm saying you got you get a Batman, you get a good Robin. Like if you if you would have acquired a Batman this year, you could have you could have squeezed Listen, into the playoffs. You know, don't what I'm sleep saying? on my boy Jacoby Myers, bro. He that boy is talented. Hands are like that. Athletic, he can throw. I mean, I ain't saying he bad. I'm just saying like y'all, it's hard to have a, a gap. We got a good couple guys that can play the background. Let's say if we went and got Julio this year, like these guys will be balling because of that. I just feel like you're going to need to uh, depend on what type of player you is. Because if you get Julio, you got to account for just health. Not saying he's going to be injured. But yeah. You, he, he older. He's going to miss some games. He's going to miss some games. Yeah. So sure. that's why I'm saying having a Robin would be ideal. Because say like, you know, uh, the Browns, for example, Odell was out. Landry yeah. was fine. And Landry really, I'm going to be honest, Jit probably a Batman. Because you saw him on the Dolphins. Yeah. And he a dog, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like he might not. He. To me, he a better version of what Juju is. Like, I feel like, you know, Juju get that hype, but I feel like he he can be a number one. Juju is, I don't think, a number one receiver. Yeah, I don't think Juju is number one either. He can definitely be somebody robbing, but he not, he's definitely no. not a Batman for sure. But, I mean, like I said, we can get somebody like a, you know, Allen Robinson. I mean, Juju would probably perform in our system. I mean, I could see oh, him yeah, potentially yeah. trying to trade, trade Juju just because of, you know, where it seemed like they had. Pittsburgh. They got they shit. They're gonna end up trading everything the way they had. I feel Listen, bad because I like they need to put Big Ben on the bench. <laughs> that boy is looking terrible out there. Like it, is, it just ain't ain't looking too good for him right now. So nah. we also got the Rams. I mean, finally losing. And you know, Cardinals finally getting over the hump and defeating the Rams. How big of a deal you think that is? I'm gonna say for Kyler Murray. That's that's really big for him. I feel like honestly. I counted the Cardinals out. If you flash back to our predictions of when we said what people were going to do, I had the cards going at nine to eight. So I will, you know, I don't know what Cardinals Nation is, what they call themselves. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like, you know, y'all is exceeding expectations and balling. And it's oh, they definitely are balling with kind of ease, too. So it's kind of strange. I feel like if they get the production in the running game that they had last this past week consistently. Mm-hmm. Beating them is going to be an issue, but I feel like since they don't normally get that type of production, it's a lot of Kyle Murray, kind of how like in Seattle, it's a lot of Russell Wilson. Yeah. And at some point, like it becomes a problem because there ain't no balance. You know, it, mm-hmm. it kind of remind me of like that year, Lamar MVP year, like where we were just rolling, you know. Yeah. And then it's like if you don't take advantage of rolling like how they are, and you don't win a Super Bowl that year, I feel like it kind of sets you up. Not for failure, but it's you take a step back. Because, like, well, damn, we got – we was rolling like that. How do we get back to that level? Or yeah, another I had the cars version. at 9 and 8. Now we're looking back. I just looked through my notes. I had them at 9 and 8. So, yeah. Me we too. Got, we got apologize. <laughs> apologize to the boys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they can still probably go 9 and 8, but they done knocked off, what, the top – The top hard part the of the yeah, – yeah, the hard part of the schedule that we saying was going to be, like, stingy. Yeah, I mean, I they can beat the Rams. Honestly, at this point in the season, the Rams were looking like the clear, like, 
lion in the league. And I mean, knocking the Rams off, it definitely put them in a good position to look to look like man, like okay, they legit, they they really doing something. You know the <laughs> the rough thing about the Rams is they defense, it, like a sidebar that they defense ain't what it was last year. You know, it's not. And that's what it. Yes, you got Jalen Ramsey. Yes, you got Aaron Donald, and they are dogs. But before they had a good supporting cast with them, a stiff supporting cast. John Johnson, yeah, even Troy, Troy, Troy Hill, Hill. who's mm-hmm. old. You know, he like thirty. He was playing good in that system. So they lost a lot both of them. Hurt. Yeah, he lost both. And then I want to say they lost somebody on the line. I just can't think of who. So you know, adding that up, it's like damn. Like, and they're veteran players. Like they know what they're doing. That's kind of a hit, bro. Yeah, you can beat them. I think their safeties aren't that good. So, you know, you see people going deep on them. That it's might just, be the reason why, honestly, yeah. It's hard to go deep with that line, though. They, they do it make is. it. That, that's <laughs> one thing. They they like, all right, well, we moved some pieces, but we're going to try to cover it up with this with this defensive line in there. The one line. piece I think they're missing, too, um, in L.A., I think they're they're missing, like, a, a top linebacker. I, I think the past couple of years, they really had to have, like, like a Deion Jones. Yeah, like if you have that dog in the middle. Like if you that. can snag him from Atlanta, I don't think his price tag too crazy, which maybe I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta should be willing to sell a house. I mean. Don't even get me started. I wish Nick was here. <laughs> they might as well trade Kyle Pitts. They're using Cordell Patterson better than Kyle I'm Pitts. saying. It just don't make no sense. Don't get me wrong. Cordell Patterson is like a mismatch. But it's it a, lot of, a lot of teams didn't know how to use him. And for some awkward reason, Arthur Smith know yeah. how to use him, and he's just getting loose on people. Yeah, he's having a really good year so far. It's crazy because, like you said, they, they didn't draft it. Kyle Pitts so high. And, you know, somebody that's honestly a proven guy that's a playmaker in the league and, you know, Cordell Patterson, whether it's returning kicks, you know, playing receiver, he, playing running he back. Versatile. He versatile. Yeah, bro. He's an athlete. It's, he's it's athlete. crazy seeing him all over the field like that. Like you see it him. is. No, no, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's so wild. But I mean, you know, Kyler Murray, I think even before the game, I think he understood how big of a game this was for the Cardinals and pulling that one out definitely uh, was big for them. Definitely a big confidence booster for them uh, moving forward, knowing already, hey, you know, we we know we can beat this team, which was, you know, going into the week, the number one team in the league. All we have to do is keep repeating that same process, that winning formula. And I mean, hey, I'm sure they're really high on confidence right now, so. Oh, they roll on big ball. Yeah, for sure. So we got the the Bills dropping a a forty point shutout. Man, they had them boys in a goose egg. <laughs> Bro, that's hey. You want to know something though? I man, I what did we predict the Bills at? Let me let me flash back real quick. I think I predicted the Bills getting like thirteen wins or something like doing something outrageous probably. I can't even remember. I think we probably had them at like probably 13, 14 wins or so. But the um, I mean, granted, they was playing the Texans. I mean, so it's like at the same time, it's like, eh. I had okay. them 12, 12, 12 and five. We expect Which, them to win, you know. You, the I a goose egg hard to put up on somebody in the field. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I mean. You know, we we expect the Bills to come out swinging, honestly. But yeah, goose egg. That that's definitely something that I don't think any of us would have saw that coming. <laughs> but they, like you said, they beat teams they should be. They real challenge gonna be against the Chiefs. I want to say they play the Chiefs this week. 
they have it's shockingly though pro football focus and then even on other websites they got them as a, they're the best defense they have the most takeaways in the nfl right now with 11 and only four giveaways on offense so they're having some yeah. balance because devin singletary is actually running the ball and they're allowing the fewest points on defense granted some of the teams they played it's kind of if but yeah, but you know, it, their defense is playing that good, getting takeaways. So you, I think the I biggest like, thing is them getting into the rhythm of playing with each other and continuing that level of success. I think is the biggest thing uh, for them. Like you said, I mean, already leading the league in turnovers and only only four giveaways on offense. I feel like is the key a key thing because you know Josh Allen got to rough start against that Steelers game. I want you to know they playing the Steelers defense. That's a stiff defense to go play at first, like healthy, because at first week they was healthy. Yeah. So, you know, that's tough, but it's going to be interesting to see how they keep performing. They look good, though. Yeah, definitely look good. But, I mean, you know, they definitely going to have to keep up that that level of play. Um, so now we got the, the Giants, the Jets, and Colts get their first wins. Um, so we got both the New York teams getting there. <laughs> getting their first wins of the season uh, this week. And, man, how you going to lose to the Jets if you the Titans? Like, okay, but. I don't know if they was being <laughs> arrogant and was like, we going to sit Julio and AJ for, like, little nagging injuries because we playing the Jets. I think and the so. Jets, and the Jets was like, all right, we got something for you guys because Robert hey. Charlotte. Robert Charlotte. He a defensive-minded coach, so yeah. he wasn't going to give you no freebie, even oh, if you nah. had them out there. Yeah, that one will be no. Honestly, the Jets always have a good defense. <clears throat> As of late, it's been their offense because, you know, they've been looking for quarterbacks going through. Vic, you can't even. Geno Smith, Mark Sanchez. You can't even name a running back. Who they running back? I know who it is, but do you know who it is? Yeah, it's, um, they got two running backs. Uh, oh, man. See, you got to think too long. It's, it's Tevin Carter, Coleman. No, Tevin from, Coleman. And, um, from the Niners. Yeah, and then they got on. But he been, he been banged up, so you got that. It's it's weird to see. I don't even know if one of these teams will benefit and keep it rolling, like mm-hmm. off their one win. If I had to pick someone, I'd say the Colts because the Giants – I mean, Daniel Jones was balled this past week. I ain't going to lie, but the Jets ain't no way. You get They get, yeah. they get the ball away <laughs> at a high rate, so we could chop them up as a loss. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Colts' defense I like better than the Giants, so I figured they could build off of it. But I don't want them to build off of this week because I'm pretty sure we play the Colts. So don't build yeah. off of this week. Build off of it next week. I would have to agree with you on that. Um, just by the simple fact, like you say, the Jets have been the same old Jets for the, you know, a, a pretty substantial amount of time now. And the Giants, honestly, I'm just still not sold on Daniel Jones. Um, I mean, granted, he still – it shows flashes of, you know, him progressing or his potential or what it could look like. But I don't know. It's just – for me, he gives the ball over too much, whether it's fumbling, interceptions. His decision-making is piss poor at best. So he been, he been doing better this year. But if I had to guess, I feel like his play call on the offensive line. Sean Garrett – or not Sean Garrett. Uh, the dude, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. I feel like he calling some plays that don't make any sense because he got an arsenal on offense. He does. <laughs> even if you even if you didn't count for Saquon Barkley, there's still plenty of weapons you could make something shape. That means you look at KT a little more now. Yeah, fine. I'm saying though. I mean, you should have been using them. Let's be honest. 
man. a mismatch. Out the gate, not, I would have been. Yeah, not saying he gonna, <laughs> he gonna be the best receiver in his class, but he don't he could be the best gadget player in the NFL. Easy. Yeah. So it's just strange. I don't know. Man, it's elusive. I don't know what they <laughs> what Jason Garrett Trip. got going on, but yeah, he better Trip. better scheme up something real quick. I mean, now we got the <laughs> moving on to your favorite. <laughs> Controversy with the Ravens going for the record. Do you think I, I know what you think already? Do you think it was that big of a deal? Nah, I think Big Fangio needs to stop crying, act like an old man, and retire or something. Seems like he needed. <laughs> seems like he's like an old man on the lawn yelling at kids playing in the road and shit. Don't step I mean, on my grass, type of shit. I, yeah, I agree with you, honestly. If you want to well, be honest, I feel about the same way I feel about people like Cam Newton haters, like. People hate Cam Newton for going in end zone, celebrating, doing his dances. If you don't like it, stop him. Don't let him in. Don't let him score just like this. Okay, if you don't want them to get the record, y'all should have played better defense. It was. It's so simple. You know how many times we've heard that as a kid? <laughs> I'm pretty sure every one of our uncles has said, if you don't like it, stop it. Like, if you yeah. don't want someone to do this, stop them, bro. So if you really think about it, they knew that he was going for it. If you watch, like, the uh, the mic'd up thing with Vic Fangio yeah. on the side, he knew. So he slid the defense into the position to stop that. And I don't want to hear none of that shit because, honestly, it's a record. And every time there's a record to be broken, I feel like teams realize it. And they're like, okay. And it's a team record. It ain't an individual record. Yeah. Either. They've been rushing for 100-plus yards to tie the Steelers. They, so they're tied right now. They can break it next game, which they're probably yeah. going to break it. And uh, they only they didn't rush for a lot. They only had 100, like, barely, like, 105, like, on the dot. Yeah. And, I think the – I think the um, it, I think it would probably would have been different if it was like, oh, y'all are up like the Bills, y'all up forty to nothing. Oh, last play of the game. Oh, you say let's say you in the goal line and you trying to go for the touchdown or something. But, okay, hey, check that this might out. be a little disrespectful, but at the same time, it's like same situation. If you don't want them to score, stop them. So at so, the end of the day, that's that's how it is. But I guess sportsmanship and. The way that the level of professionalism and, you know, just like in the NBA and in college and stuff like that, when you win it by 20 or whatever, and then, okay, last minute, you just dribbling the ball out, whatever. But it's like, I mean, you can't get mad at them at the same time. They've been, you lost, so why are you so upset? <laughs> John, Har- John Harbaugh said best. You can't get a 16-point touchdown, which they was down by. And guess what they did when they was trying to score? They was trying to score when they had the ball. Exactly. Instead of instead of kneeling the ball, I ain't trying to hear none of that. Big Fangio was just mad because he tried to play Lamar as to make him throw and got torched. And he got <laughs> torched. And you know what's crazy? They got a good secondary, and they you got do. torched. So it wasn't like you know, okay, we're gonna play him to stop his run, and our secondary is iffy. No, y'all got like arguably a top five secondary. Yeah. Like secondary let's be fun. honest. Like your <laughs> secondary is nice, and y'all got beat like that. And I ain't trying to hear none of that. Them late ass hits he begin. I've been watching this for the past, like, since damn near he's been in the league, even in preseason. Him getting yeah. hit late is getting ridiculous. Like, I don't – It's certain quarterbacks hit. that the refs got, like, a a blind – you know, they just turn – Like, he you look hit. at Cam, you look at just several quarterbacks in the league. Like, Cam would never get the call, but then turn around, Tom Brady get touched. Bro, Lamar snipped that thing to <laughs> old Marquise Brown, bro. Launched it, it to him. It did. didn't even look like he tried to throw it, but like looked like he just threw it and it was effortless as hell. He got hit on the play, looked at the ref. He thought he was gonna get the call, bro. He didn't know that he threw it and it was gonna 
Like he didn't even care. <laughs> he he thought he was gonna get the call. Like he just looked at yeah. the ref like this, got the touchdown, got in buddy face, and was like this, and then kept moving. Like I just look at it as y'all gotta call it fair. I don't care if he's a they a dual threat um quarterback or not. Like if they getting hit late, especially if they ain't running, yeah. like you talk about them getting hit late in the pocket. What you gotta you gotta protect them because at the end of the day, you can't only do it for you know, like Tom Brady and Oh, Drew Brees. Regardless, you got to protect them when they're running. Because if they yeah. uh, if they start in a slide, Kyle Murray slide a lot. He yeah, shouldn't he be he shouldn't be getting touched on the slide. If Lamar running out of bounds because he beat someone to the side after like a 10-yard, five-yard game, yeah, shouldn't he be shouldn't be getting hit. Line. But yeah. I don't seen this man get hit on oh, the sideline. <laughs> bro, his whole foot be out of bounds. He be walk, he be getting ready to stop. Boom. I'm like, bro, come on now. And then you know the favorite thing we're gonna hear is if he ever get injured. It's gonna be like, oh, he should have been no, bro. Y'all should have been calling some of these calls where he where he just taking an unnecessary beating. Now, don't yeah, get me wrong, that's for sure. but that's for buddy sure. cart flipped in the air, hurt his back, and it was a little sore. That's on him. Yeah, I don't. But I love it. Let's just get some extra padding down next time you flip, and we all good. Listen, it, the big thing here is if you don't like it, stop it. If you don't want somebody to score a touchdown, you don't want somebody to run the ball for an additional five yards to get the record, stop them. Like, okay. They got a fair, defense to stop, too. It's fair game. Okay, if you got a tackle for loss, y'all just been like, damn, we didn't get the record, right? I'm letting you know, on Madden, if I got five seconds left, I'm scoring that bitch. Don't – I'm be real ignorant <laughs> on Madden. Hey, if there's five seconds left, I'm definitely But that's what I'm saying, though. Score. Like, you got to play for 60 minutes. It's not exactly. just, oh, yeah, it's – Two minutes left. Now I got to kneel the ball. Like, okay, this is my team. This is our team. This is something that we work very hard for. We training camp, OTAs, countless hours during the night, working out in all season, everything. So at the end of the day, if this is a record that's attainable, like two, three, four, five yards, I don't care if it's one second left on the clock. We going for it. Like, and it's the fact of it is that they were able to tie it. You know, so like it wasn't like. They were just gonna take second place. Like even if they, they they don't get it next week, right? Yeah, they gonna be tied with them. Like the Steelers have it. It's gonna be a split record now. It ain't gonna be a record that's only one person has. That's like saying, so, oh yeah, we're the Broncos. Let's say they're going for a record for interceptions, right? And just because y'all know that, even though you down, you kneeling the ball or you just running the ball just because you don't want them because you don't want to throw another interception or something. Like that's just exactly. kind of, it's just stupid. Like. Zach Wilson threw what four interceptions against us. Jig could have like, <laughs> they could have kneeled the ball with Drew Locke, but they assumed Nick Fangio assumed that he's gonna get 16 points with a touchdown. <laughs> and granted, football is, is 60 minutes, so I get why you're doing it because you know who knows, maybe you score, kick an onside, you get the ball back. You never know, but you're still down 16 points. So exactly. the math the math ain't making sense to me, and I ain't the best math person, but that's a lot of time to have to transpire for you to get what you want out of it. Now, if you was yeah. down by 10, <laughs> you was down by 10, oh, yeah. okay. But you can kick a field goal, bet on your defense, kick it on side. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, I mean, for me, I don't know. You just got to stop it. Like, if you don't want us going for the passing record, that's like, oh, Tom and, and Randy. Like, oh, yeah, we finna go for the passing record or something, right? And like, people was people not stopping that shit. I'm <laughs> You got the best corners in the league couldn't even cover any moss, like Darrell Revis, and it don't even matter who you line up for there. So at the end of the day, if you're going for some kind of record, that's whether it's personal or team goal or whatever, like 
that's like a big accomplishment for more than just like Lamar or the running back. It's like, you know, a big, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, achievement. A, so, so, yeah, it's a big wow. achievement for like, you, you look at the guys like the offensive linemen, like offensive linemen pride themselves on running the ball. Right. So yeah, if you look at it from that aspect as well, it's like, yeah, like, that's a big achievement for them. because, And that's something that I'm sure they want to do and they want to continue the streak going. So I'm sure everybody in the Ravens organization was like, yeah, that was the right, that was the right call. That's, that's something big for us. <laughs> yeah, tell Jake kick rocks. What we got next on the team goes. Yeah. So now we got the hitting halftime here. Uh, going to give you guys who we think were the, the top 10 players of the week. Um, so yeah, you can go ahead and, Give us a couple if you want to name 10, you can. Yeah, so I got, I got like a random order. I ain't got no specific order on this one. We had the one Nick put together for us. You know, he got the top 10. He do it. But yeah. uh, we're going to try to do it going forward as we all get a, a consensus of consensus of what we want to put in the top 10 as a whole instead of having to spit it. But it's only me and Terrence tonight, so we're going to just do a top 10 <laughs> to get each. I got yeah. uh, Joe, Joey B. He had 348 yards, two tubs. Definitely got Javon Diggs in there. Four tackles, two interceptions. Jip is an interception machine right now. He's balling, uh, bro. <laughs> I got Dak, and just because he threw for four touchdowns and he only put up 188 yards, I'm letting y'all know it's not about yards. It's about results and touchdowns. And guess what? The result was a win. And Zeke is on the list, too. He look, Zeke yeah. looked like a, a form of himself from a couple of years ago. He looked like the feed me Zeke. <laughs> Debo Samuel has been getting off in that Niners offense. I don't understand it, but he is balling in that Niners offense. He is. He's he's looking like a number one wideout, and I don't even think he's a number one wideout. I think he's a two, but he's looking real number one <laughs> right now. Uh, see, hey, we had Shanahan, a, man, it's Shanahan. Yeah, we had a CJ Mosley sighting, which you know, um, he was a former Raisin. I'm shocked we had a CJ Mosley sighting, but we did. It's been a long time, man. It's been a long, long time. time. He balled. I got Tyreek Hill in there. He had 11 receptions, 183 yards, two tub, three tubs. Yeah, three. cut up the Eagles. Uh, Devontae. Hey, Honestly, yeah. they had a chance to win that game, which is crazy too, though. The Eagles oh, had no. a chance. They did. They was in there, so man. it was it was close. I got uh Devontae Smith out there too. Seven receptions, 122 yards. Rook played big. I think he's, I think he's gonna be great. It's just a matter of uh, what they can, what quarterbacks are gonna be throwing the ball. I think Jalen yeah. Hurts is a good quarterback, but I also think they gotta have a, a system in place for them to how they want to do it. I think Jalen Hurts is mean, good. I feel like they need to because they haven't been running the ball well. I think they need to start from the offensive line. Because honestly, like, I feel like Jalen Hurts has proven that, okay, I can be the starter for this team and we can make plays. Um, you know, he gets the ball to the playmakers. Um, I feel like, you know, he, he does a lot of the things right that you want, especially out of a quarterback who's going to lead your team. So I feel like they honestly just have to surround him with the players cool, to, succeed. to succeed. Like, okay, yeah. you got to get this man offensive line. Literally, every I was watching the game against the Chiefs and boom, okay, take the snap, three-step drop. Somebody coming. I got to roll out to the right. Got to roll out to the left. Like, the man can't even go, you know, to his first, second, third progression without already being over there somewhere out of the pocket. So, I mean, I just feel like, you know, having a scramble, I feel like he, he just needs more help from the offensive line. They need to be able to run the ball. Then from there, they'll be able to, you know, do some play action and uh, things that will help him succeed. 
and be successful. So that's what they have to do, honestly. Exactly. And then I got uh, Tyler Heineke in there. Three, 290 yards, three tubs. Looked good. And, yeah. uh, of course, I got my man LJ in there. Pompano legend. He had 316 <laughs> yards. It was his third time with a 300-yard game, and he had a tub. So I guess that narrative of making this man throw the ball ain't working. <laughs> I don't know. Which, Listen, which I was looking like. I don't understand why why people even get that narrative that this man cannot throw the ball. Like, he if you look it. at him from the college days, like you can see this man is just even high school. The man is just an athlete. Like, run running the ball for him is a given. Like that being dynamic, running the ball is a given. He just has that it factor. Like, it's in him. running the ball, throwing the ball, just extending plays, making plays as a whole. It's just in him. Like he has and- the it factor. And his base looks way better. Like I was looking at this QB breakdown, his base of where his feet, his footing is when yeah. he's letting the ball go. They're not as as close as they were before. They're spread out a little bit more, so his base is better. So when he's letting it go, like that launch he just did to Marquise yeah. Brown, he he stepped into it. He just flicked his wrist, boom. He's like, oh, he, he okay. got he has a cannon. Like man, he got a cannon. My thing is like. You don't see, although it was in college, you don't see nobody getting eight touchdowns in one half. Bro, like, you don't insane. see you don't see nobody taking that Louisville team against one of the best teams in Clemson and putting them. Was it Clemson or Florida State? You it was Clemson. Me. I think see, it was Clemson. Even, I think they even beat us too. The Gators, I think. Playing. Exactly. So <laughs> let's let's get out of this whole narrative. But that's what I got. And then I got a special shout out to Tyree Kill and Cordell Potts. They were, they led the league in receiving this week with three touchdowns. Yeah, it's just disrespectful because even like from him coming out of college, everybody's trying to move him to a skilled position. Like he said, no, I'm a quarterback. And then at the end of the day, like his mindset is always, I would rather throw for a touchdown than run for a touchdown. So not, I don't I don't get the narrative, honestly. He's just he's good not. at running the ball. So don't hate because he's good at running the ball. You can't stop it. Like nobody has been able to figure that part of his game out, which you won't be able to. So don't hate on it. That's just like, Vic, Vic had a, a great arm, strong arm, but nobody – you're not going to overshadow either side of his game. Like, he was a great runner, but he could also throw the ball. So, don't don't pick and choose which one. Okay, we're going to just put you down just because you're good at running the ball. Like, no, I'm good at running and I'm good at throwing the ball. He's he better than Vic, too. I don't think a lot of people realize this. He's more accurate than Vic. And I'm a Vic yeah. fan, bro. I'm, I grew up watching Vic, <laughs> and I'm letting you know he's better Me than too. Vic. So it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. It's a pushed, old, tired narrative, but I hope he excels and keep doing well. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a Ravens fan. It's Ravens flock this way. I don't know how we get to a Super Bowl with these injuries, but I know <laughs> damn so we going to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, another, uh, to add to that, uh, people outside that you probably didn't have on your list is just probably like a uh, scary Terry out in Washington, man. Uh Jit balling, bro. Two He's, tubs, 123 yards, averaging 20.5 yards a catch. Like, man, that's insane. If, if Curtis Samuels was healthy, they'd be real dynamic. I mean, he's back now. We're going to have to see, I guess, give him that little one week to get back into the flow, and let's see how he come out this week. Well, they defense, mean, get, they defense giving up everything under the sun. Fun fact. I'm sorry, it's crazy, I, though. I, I rated that defense so high, and they seem to be taking they, a nose They dive. let it down, yeah. They letting – they definitely letting that team down. Chase Young was my defensive player of the year candidate, too, and I'm going to have to eat it on that one. <laughs> I'm going to 
don't know what they are doing over there. Ron Rivera is probably ready to pull his hair out. Also got uh, somebody I'm adding there, David Montgomery. He had another uh, 100-yard day, uh, two touchdowns. Um, Messed up his knee, too. Yeah, man. It's unfortunate because, you know, he was really starting to have a really good season. Um, somebody that, honestly, they've been waiting for that to happen. But at the end of the day, it's like the same time they had to have the offensive line and stuff in place for him to be able to run the ball. He still put up a – he still yeah. put up a thousand last year too. He's a good running back. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's just sad to see him go out like that with the injury right now. Um, and then I'm, I'm gonna put Corey Davis in there, going back to Tennessee, torching his former team, and you know he he did finish with uh, a touchdown. <laughs> he had 111 yards and he averaged 27.8 yards a catch. Like, he said he said the man. boys didn't even offer him a a deal. To stay. That's, that's insane. You know how crazy that is to me? Because all those – the people they let go, right? I get letting the dudes go on defense. If you would have kept the same weapons you had on offense, they had, like, a variety of weapons on offense. They like did. They had, they had, like, four or five weapons. Now you they have did. three weapons, and they you're, relying, you're relying on Tannehill. They hurt now. Now that they don't let Corey Davis go, they let John o. Smith go. Then you got – now you got Julio and A.J. Brown, who – uh, a little iffy right now with their health. And then, you know, you got um, Derrick Henry, the beast out the backfield. But it ain't – I mean, he's still doing his thing back there, obviously, with um 157 yards and a touchdown. But it's not really much you can do when everybody's stacking the box. And he's still doing his thing. But it's not much you can do when, okay, all we got to do is focus on this stopping this run because I'm not worried about the receivers you got here. I forget who um, who they even started this week. Um, and Josh Reynolds. Yeah, they had Josh Reynolds. They had um, – Don't even so, ask me anybody out there. It's Josh another Reynolds. vet. It's another veteran that they had out there that I can't remember his name right now. But, you know, some guys that, like you say, I don't know who them guys are. So, man to man out here, everybody else focus on Derrick Henry. Y'all got – hey, Titans fans, Colts fans, uh, even Chiefs fans, <laughs> all these teams that are – not doing as well as they should be doing. Y'all got until week nine, and then I'm counting everybody out. The guy's going to do a review of week nine <laughs> and look at what we got everybody rate, rate, like rated for the year, yeah. see how close we are. But I ain't going to count y'all out yet. Just know y'all getting real close. It's still early, yeah. It's, it's still, still early. early. So we I obviously think we can turn the clock. If, I mean, if we, if we can play like we did on Sunday – Ooh, you talk about the Patriots? Yeah, I feel like we'd be. Oh, out. I didn't even. Y'all ain't even in that category for me. So uh, you, hey, that's listen. on you. That's on you. That's my team. I'm a ride till the woods fall off, and then you know, don't get me started on the Gators either. I was just ready to be done with football this weekend. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm done with fantasy football. I was <laughs> I was projected to win three, right? I won two, and then not Nick on the pod. The other Nick beating me because he had Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler left to play. Oh yeah, they bought. 133 points in fantasy and still lost. Yeah. Um, I actually lost in our pod too. So shout out to Kobe Drescher, who actually beat me. It's oh, crazy. My, it's crazy. Man, he barely he beat me by like not even four points. And it's crazy because he had Darren Waller was the only person I believe he had left to play. Um, or was it Darren? No, it was Keenan Allen. And he Keenan Allen really pretty much got him just enough points to beat me. Um, I was sick. I was, you know, I was like, uh, but you know, shout out to Kobe. You, you got me this week. 
Yeah, Kobe did get you. That's what man. He <laughs> he in the army. I've known Kobe for a while, bro. I beat uh Michaela Mattis on the Ballhawks podcast. I beat yeah, I her. Beat, I beat Sean and, Tuck. Oh, you beat Tuck? Yeah, <laughs> Tuck, <laughs> Tuck just had a baby too. He got a little girl. Yeah, he, he just had a baby. Even, he probably won't even check in his fantasy. Yeah, and then uh shout out to yeah, Ralph. shout out new baby he beat there, me. Man. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Him and uh Kayla, that's my cousin. That's not my cousin, but we be telling people we're cousins. <laughs> they just had their little girl. And then uh shout out to Raph. He beat me in the cover four podcast league. Yeah, these these fantasies, man, they're interesting. It's I'm getting I'm getting torched this week, year, okay? It's, it's week by week. It's still early though. It's still early. You got 17 weeks. Yeah. I ain't gonna say it's, 17 because you got playoffs and all that. But, yeah, know. it's getting it's getting ugly for me. So I need to turn the clock. <laughs> Next week, hey, you better make some trades. Be, yeah, next week gotta be go time. Okay. Oh my it's, god, it's looking wicked out here. Yeah, man, I can't be, I can't be dropping back to back games. I got to shake back this week. Yeah, it's um, looking. So, moving on here, who who you think the better division is, either AFC West or the NFC West? All right, got? so I'm not gonna lie to you, I still to this day am sticking with the NFC West of being a tough division. Uh. The AFC West, it's I don't think it's tough. I think the Chargers are doing good, like how Nick said they were going to do good. I think yeah. the Raiders have squeezed some wins in there that are kind of shocking, and they're playing. Derek Hart's playing amazing, but they yeah. squeezed some wins in there that they probably shouldn't have got. Uh, who else is in that division? The Broncos, which kind of like starting to play competition now. So yeah, they don't play their competition and got gonna, beat. Yeah, so, we're gonna see how they're gonna shake up. Shake back. <laughs> now they starting to play real competition. Exactly. Um, we got the we got the NFC West. I think it's a matter of honestly. I just think it's stick. proven. I think it's just proven. Like you got teams in the NFC West that are just proving good teams, like the Seahawks. Like Bro, okay, they, it might not be a good start, but they're proving to be a good team. They're coached well, and we know they can win games. Although they might not have like oh the best top to down roster, you know, offensive and defensive wise. Great on offense. Defensive-wise, you know, but they are proven to win games. So I feel like it's just about that, honestly. You know, even though you got you got the Chargers that are up and coming, then you got the Raiders that are always kind of like mediocre, underachieving. Um, Chiefs getting off to a shaky start, and the Broncos finally playing competition and losing. So, I mean, you know, we I still got I, time to see, yeah. But NFC I, West, definitely with the Cardinals right now. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's just easy. Easy, yeah. easy, easy picking. Yeah, I don't even think it's a question at this point, um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and then you got the Cowboys handing the Panthers their first loss. Um, you think Dallas can make real noise in the NFC? Uh, I think just Dallas has showed that out of those teams that we question if they're for real teams, they're for real out of them. You know, so like how we question the Panthers, if they were for real, we question if the Broncos are for real. Like, you know, I, I like the Cowboys against teams like that. They yeah. didn't prove to the whole NFC they for real, but they proved to their division that they probably gonna dog. They gonna win the division, division. yeah. yeah. And I mean, I didn't they'll probably win the division, win. but I mean, you know, somebody gotta take control of this division, and I feel like this question just sounded real cowboyish esque, like however whatever words you want to use. I feel like that um question, man, just you know. <laughs> ask a Dallas fan, can they make real noise and see what kind of answer you get back? <laughs> I just feel like they went in the Super Bowl and shit. But I can say their defense um, is definitely stepping up and 
playing better than expectations. I can say that for sure, because nobody expected their defense to be, you know, at the level that they are currently. Like they're they're making plays. Trip. They get, they mean, get takeaways. Digs mainly, primarily. I mean, man, it's locking pu- pu- putting people in uh in the car seat out there. You putting people in the J- car seat. J- <laughs> used to play. He used to play receiver too. Yeah, he putting people in the car seat. So I feel like you know having him out there as your true number one. And then honestly, like when they start to get good plays, they feeding off of that energy and you know those good plays on defense keep racking up. And I mean, we're gonna have to see. It's still early. So I'm not going, I mean, in their division, they're gonna make some noise, but I'm not sure about the rest of the NFC because that's that's a tough, that's tough. They schedule a look real friendly for them for I think the next couple of weeks, like friendly for them to get some wins. So uh, yeah. I had to double had to double check, but last time I looked, I think their schedule was kind of lax on like the, the back end of it right now. Or this end of it at least. Yeah, I have to check as well on to see what, what their schedule looking like. But I mean, as far as you know, as far as the um currently, I mean their their defense is definitely overachieving, I guess you could say, maybe. Yeah. Because Let's... nobody nobody expected them to be playing like they are right now when you got a cornerback that has more interceptions than games played already. I mean, the man is out there ball hawking. He's out there, you know, playing lights out. It's crazy. Um, definitely crazy. Um, and then here we got the the Bears. I mean, granted, it was the against Bears. the Lions. I mean, they, they got a pivotal win over the Lions. Uh, um, let's let's not even talk about the Bears. <laughs> next, next, can, is there a next one? Matt, Matt, matter of fact, I got a next topic. We ain't talking about the Bears, I'm, bro. Listen, I'm so. All sick I'm saying is, like I keep saying, and y'all listening in, and I know y'all probably tired of me saying this, bro. It's time to move on from Matt Nagy, bro. I'm like, it's just no way. Like, there's no way they're they're finna convince Allen Robinson to stay. No way. Hey, man, let them figure something for him. Go ahead, trade to the Patriots, but we'll, we'll show y'all what to do with them because, man, speaking, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't doing it right, man. Speaking of that, I got a better option for y'all because we're moving on from that Bears talk. This is something I was bringing up to y'all. I wanted to ask all you guys. I think it's time Cleveland moves Odell. I don't think it's time for Cleveland move Odell because it's. I think it's going to be beneficial for both parties. I look at it as Cleveland cannot afford to pay Odell – Mm-hmm. The 14 mil they pay him and pay Jarvis 14 and then pay Baker when they got to pay Baker. It puts them in a – it locks you Miles in. Garrett, you got – I mean, it's a and lot of – They're going to have to pay Denzel Ward, you know, like it locks them in. So I came up with a solution. You trade Odell, right? By trading Odell, you can go get another number – a number two receiver, number three, somebody, and then you can get someone on defense. And then when it's time to pay Baker, you pay Baker because it's obvious that they're going to pay Baker. Oh, yeah. I, I think, I think. I mean, listen, man, this man Baker, he out here killing me with some of these throws. You got Odell wide open, throwing the ball behind him. I'm like, bro, what is he doing? It, it ain't even Odell's fault, but I'm saying for the benefit of both of them, you might as well. Yeah, move I'm talking about Baker out here just looking terrible. Doing that yeah. So if they move him, <laughs> uh, these are the teams I got listed to where they, and there's two teams that should definitely do it, right? So, Patriots need to make the call if they put them on the block. The Colts need to make the call. The Saints need to make the call. The Jets and Philly. Now, out of all these teams, 
It's probably the Patriots would be a great look to because maybe that could jump them into getting to the playoffs. So that could be a good look. The Saints makes the most sense. And Philly, it makes sense if you want to put someone on the other side of Devontae Smith. What do you think they do with like a swap for like, I don't know. I don't even know if they would do a swap for Michael Thomas because they in, they already no, in cap hell. No, no. If I was the Saints, I'd probably trade that corner you just went and got. Bradley Robley, I'd probably send him to Cleveland. And then I take Odell, and you figure out the cap. They they somehow manipulated and figured it out, so they can figure it out again. Philly, yeah. I feel like you could probably send Cleveland. You ain't got nobody on defense, so probably a draft pick and a lineman, or maybe <laughs> Zach, or or maybe Zach Hurts. You know, so I mean, they already deep at tight end. They got Joku. They got. Um... Yeah, they, uh, they got Austin, Austin Hooper too. So Austin Hooper deep. and Bryant too from Harrison Bryant. If uh if you're the Pats, you can give them Gilmore. You can send I'm doing that Gilly on a golden platter to Cleveland, and then you probably send Gilmore in a pick. Maybe yeah, you're gonna ha- you gonna have to send Gil- Gilly no, in a pick. I'm sending Gilmore and Nikhil Harry, and I give and, him a pick. Yeah, I feel like they do it, and I feel like honestly, you would definitely put Cleveland into the Super Bowl with that. Because that would be insane. <laughs> you got to think they they threw the game away against the Chiefs. They, they like really to trade us too. They traded us um Josh Gordon. Exactly. They really won against the Chiefs, and then they just they had a couple mishaps. So it's not like they need Odell as bad as I originally said. Because I feel like they do need that receiver, but maybe it just isn't Odell. Because I don't know what him and Baker got going on. Maybe I feel like just, they have a system that they don't necessarily need, like a Odell talent type of guy, like a. You get what I'm saying? Because like, they, I mean, they have Don People Jones, they got Rashard Higgins, they have, you know, Anthony Schwartz when, he, when he's healthy. Yeah, um, and then they the stack rookie. the tight end, and then you got those two headed monster in the backfield. Running game is dominant. And I feel like Rashard Higgins plays nice. You know, Don People Jones, they said he was having a good, you know, training camp and everything leading up to the season. Um, and I mean, if Jarvis Landry was healthy, it'd probably been a no brainer for him to just go ahead and do it. Um, but they, I think they still could, like you said, I, I think they can get something in return. That's I'm still doing it because yeah. him and Baker ain't working. It's not a matter of like, trust me, if him and Baker were working, that offense would look scary because that's literally to me, yeah, it would having him as the equalizer factor of that. You should be able to get a Super Bowl, but for some reason, him and Baker can't get on the same damn page. <laughs> Baker plays better without him, yeah, it's then, crazy, but. And the thing is, it's like Odell be wide open. Like, if we want to look at this past week, Odell is wide open. Like, wh- what's the point for that? He, not to he missed He him? missed him on at least – it looked like four throws, bro. Like, it's so, ridiculous. And you can see Odell's over it. So, like, yeah, I, you, you got to move him. And it's not bad on either part. He's going to go to a team that could – we'll utilize him. Like, oh, definitely. Granted, he's coming back from injury. But he can't even say he's coming back because you can't even get him the ball. So it, I don't even I think he would have had a comeback year if he was getting the ball like he should. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's definitely still the top receiver in the game. Yeah, um, like that Texan who they play was it just the Texans this past week or no? They played they played somebody and he missed them. But the thing is, like, it was a game that he should have been getting off in. Like, yeah, it was like I a mean, gimme game. Listen, I'm telling you what I'm doing. If I had him, I'm. This man getting fed the ball. They, the Vikings. That's what it was. The Vikings. Okay. I think it was the game before when he first came back. That it was like a gimme game where he could have been eating. The Vikings, he still eat because Patrick Peterson's old. Oh, yeah, man. He's 
He's definitely washed. He he getting burnt out there by everybody. So, <laughs> it, it's just it's crazy to see. I don't know what they. I'm moving them, bro. All right, you gotta move them. Just... Yeah, I like it though. I like the the idea of moving Odell um, for sure. Like I said, I, I'm I'm definitely doing it for sure. If I'm the Browns, that definitely will make them a better team. Um, if they can go and get a lockdown corner. Um, plus, like another, give a, another receiver. With they really another... need. They need a linebacker. They yeah. don't necessarily. I mean, I would take a corner if you get Gilly. If I'm not getting Gilly from the Pats, or like I'm not getting a Gilly type of corner, mm-hmm. then I'm not taking a corner because they have. They still have Greedy Williams. I think he's injured. They drafted the rookie Newsom. And they got Denzel Ward, and they got John mm-hmm. Johnson, and then they got Grant Deficient. The uh, Troy Hill, like they got a, a good secondary. They do need a linebacker, but if you get a top flight corner that could just hey, this whole side of going, they might have to they, give up a corner or something like that as well in exchange if they're going yeah. to trade a corner too. But I would either do that or you know, maybe you get a lesser receiver. Like, I don't know, maybe you could get Corey Davis for Odell. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Somebody that won't make Phil Odell or make Ooh. Baker feel like he's starstruck. Yeah. Because they're feeling, I don't Boy, like this. that'll be rough for him to go to New York. The Saints could give you, I don't, the Saints could give you somebody on defense. The Patriots could give you somebody on defense. The Colts would be interesting because they'd probably give you Marlon Mack, which would be stupid because you have two run backs. Yeah, but maybe you, honestly, maybe I, I, I kind of secretly think that we might be like interested in him or something just for the simple I, fact of our, we was deep at running back and now all of a sudden it's the complete opposite. We like, Struggling. <laughs> I feel like it, it was maybe the schemes that were getting those dudes loose, and I feel like teams were catching on to like how they're running the ball, and them dudes ain't getting loose. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like you, someone, someone could, someone could scheme you to look great, and if you're getting off in the scheme, but say someone starts like, no, like, what it was for us was James White got hurt. That's what it was for us. Yeah, because he's more versatile than the other. But I'm saying like the scheme of how the other ones were running the ball. Yeah, it was pro- it, it, like people are like, okay, this is how y'all gonna run the ball. We gonna <laughs> we gonna meet them there because they not that talented to beat our defensive line. You know what I'm saying? Man. And they ain't talented enough to be. They ain't many running backs beating that Bucks with defensive line anyway. Oh no no no! I, like I said, I was saying before the, that game for us, like our best chance to beat them is gonna be Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, Mac Jones. I mean, even in the rain, <laughs> one point nineteen straight completions, like. Man, like I told you, bro. I, I told y'all it's gonna translate to the NFL. Yeah, we're gonna have <laughs> we, we're gonna have to live and see see what happens another. Week. I mean, we're just gonna have to win some more games. That's the big thing right now. Is is we can get on track this week with Houston. <laughs> we can get on track. Oh, everybody getting on track with Houston. Hey, that's that's fine with me. I'll take it. I'll take it because we need something in a positive. We need to go this way because we could have should have beat the Saints. Should have beat the Bucks, but we ain't living off no, you know, should have or going off no moral victories. We got to get them real doves in the, in the real dove column. So, um, it, it's sad right now. You know, one and three, man. Oof. Yeah. Sad, sad, but I mean, we can turn it around, like I say. So, hopefully, that's the case. We're on track this week, two and three, and only improving from there. So, All I, right. I think we can still get. You know, a good ten games. Honestly, um, if we can keep on playing complimentary football like we just did, um, and honestly, I think 
I think Bill, I think we should have went for the on um on fourth down, we should have went for it instead of kicking a 56 yarder with Nick Folk. And it's crazy because the, the announcers was was jinxing him all night. Oh, his plant leg is bad and oh blah blah all night, all night. I'm like, please, this is not the time for y'all to be doing this. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't jinxing him. His shit bruh, was yeah. bad. No, they jinxed oh, him, bro. They oh jinxed Lord. him. Bro. We is not doing this on they this They was podcast. jinxing him all night. I mean, we, we got is the, not doing this tonight. We got the Texans, then we got the Cowboys, Jets, Chargers, Panthers, Browns, Falcons, Titans, Bills. Then we got there's, there's Colts, some gimme, there's some gimmies in that, but there ain't some gimmies. Bills, too. Jags, and then Miami. That's crazy. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens with the good old Pates. Yeah, man. We're gonna see. So yeah, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um we got Keith that's gonna hit us with the word of the day before we get out of here. Um, yeah, this this has been the cousin pod tonight. Uh, the word of the day is in transit. Look at your phone, Terrence. Make sure I said this right. <laughs> well, I know we we know how you be doing with them words, but yeah. <laughs> oh, intransigent. Intransigent. Yeah. Signet. Intransit. Yeah. Uh, no, it's character- intransigent. Intransigent. I see, I can't see. Look, we already messed up. I'm gonna it's type character- it up just so they can see it. <laughs> uh, it's characterized by refusal to compromise or abandon an extreme position or attitude. So that is the word of the day. I'm trying to think of something to elaborate on that with. I'm gonna spell it wrong. Hold on. Just like refusing to, I guess, bend, you know, if you're uh, if you're the Ravens, you're refusing to uh, to give up your record. Yeah. So you ran the ball. I, I guess that works for the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's refused to compromise. So they weren't compromising on just settling like, oh, we didn't get the we didn't get the record today. Let's just hang it up right now. No, nope, we're going to go for it. So, <laughs> I like it. I like hey, it. Hey, listen, the only failure is giving up. So if they had time on the clock, if they want that record, they need to go for it. They went for it. They got it. If they would have gave up on it, it was no chance. The only the only shots that you don't make are the only shots you don't take. So yes, sir. At the end of the day, that's all we can do is put our best foot forward. Um, what no matter what it is in life. Um, like I said. The only time you can fail is when you, you give up. So whether it's being a parent, husband, wife, um, teacher, you know, at your job, whatever you do, coach, whatever, um, you know, just don't compromise. Yeah, Terrence, don't compromise with Tato when he says he 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 playing the game. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know. Most part is, you know, be willing to conform to change, but, you know, definitely put your best foot forward, put your best effort forward, um, and c- control what you can control. I feel like is the best, the best thing. This just says refusal to compromise. So they, 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 they ain't seeing none of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, do it, control what you can control. That's all I got to say. Control what you can control. That's all we can do. So if you're, uh, if your rent's due, but you refuse to pay it. Confused me that compromise. <laughs> Guess what? It ain't do. <laughs> hey, listen. 
your ass out on the street now. Don't, don't be listening to Keith. Let me cut the hey, listen. We done for the night for Keith. How y'all out here making some bad decisions? <laughs> but man, this oh, idea coming forward with the guys. We definitely appreciate y'all tuning in. It ain't been coming forward with the guys, the, the cousin pod, pod yeah. tonight. So appreciate y'all tuning in to the cousins pod. Man, we we enjoy getting to this action tonight, man. And I uh, appreciate y'all sticking on to this point with us and um greatly appreciate y'all we out of here later